Wow. <laughs> I can't believe I did this to you. So it's like 3 a.m. in Canada right now, right? It's 3 a.m. Uh, 3:02. Why did you not look it? Huh? You didn't I, look I needed it. to have a shower. I had a so let's get started so we finish on time so you can go back to bed all right so um I, some people would actually join us much much later that's usually you don't believe i haven't um let me just share this quickly right because okay. i feel like something is about to happen right now eyes are about to be open and the devil didn't want it to happen because see after work at 11 i told my wife i told ogl i'm like i'm gonna have to go sleep for like at least two hours so that i'm not tired or whatever so I set my alarm. I'm trying to sleep. I can't sleep. For some reason, I can't go to bed. So I decided to play some worship music to wait until 2.20 when I set the alarm. And then at 2.20, I'm like, this alarm didn't go. Only for me to check the alarm and it was 3.20 that was there. So can you imagine if I actually slept? If I slept, I'll be waking up in 20 minutes time. I would have, I would have found a way to actually get OJ's, uh, OJ's number. I would have found a way to get his number. So yeah, I, I just saw Wow, wow. Yeah. Okay, so I'm super excited about this session because it's one session that one I'm single, and I definitely I follow um, before marriage. I follow you guys on YouTube. I follow you on Instagram. I brought a, I bought a couple of your PDFs. So it's something that I I I know about. I know who you are. I've known who you are for how many years? Man, it's been a bit. It's been a while. Like it was a Nigeria boy's family moved England's family to to Canada. So it's it's been a journey, and I've known Muya Muya before you became a Christian. I've known Muya, meaning that we, I, a friend, I was I was a friend of a friend that happened to have known Muya, you know. <laughs> and I that friend, Daye Daye, Toby, uh, Matthew, you know the clique, you know every club in Lagos. So the turnaround actually inspired me a lot And I think I've told you before that um, Coming closer to God You are definitely one of those people As the BK and you Most definitely Where those people actually You know, I just looked at her like Look at these guys Like I've known these guys right from like For for a little while now And to actually see the transformation in their lives And the peace See there's something about looking at the next person And you just think that this guy is so calm, regardless of everything happening around. How calm? Mm, you know, mm, and I mm, want that mm. kind of peace. You know, I want that kind of joy. So how do I do it? I pretty much study them. So what do they do? What do they listen to? How do they conduct mm. themselves? You know, mm. so when you actually said, oh, okay, so there's a church. I moved to Yaba then. And you're like, oh, there's a church in Yaba. Why oh, yeah. The one who told you about white only. That's yes. true. Yes. When you said, oh, why did you come to this church? I'm like, this guy has been studying his spiritual life. I might as well go. You know, <laughs> White Only Christian Assembly has totally transformed my outlook towards spirituality. And wow. I'm so glad that you actually helped fast track that. Not fast track, but pretty much initiated that um, step. So um, mm. I've, I've, I've talked a lot. So <laughs> without further, further ado, um, I'll let Muiwa introduce himself, what he's doing, you know, and pretty much who he is. Okay, uh, that, that question has always been a funny one for me because who I am versus what I do are two very different things. Yep. So who I am is, I like, to, I like to describe myself as a nobody who has somebody. Because I am I'm literally a nobody who eventually found somebody that transformed my entire life. And I see myself as a light bulb. I'm not the light, I'm just the bulb that carries the light to shine to everybody, you know? So I believe my mission in life is to help represent and represent God um, or Jesus Christ in a new way to this generation. Now, what I do is different. Um, I'm a husband, father, child of God. Um, I run a marriage ministry with my wife, OG. And, you know, one of the reasons why we started that platform was because on our first year anniversary, we looked at ourselves and we're like, it's not hard now like what like what have people been saying because everyone was telling us the first year of marriage is hard is hard and our first year was one of our best 
you know, so we were like, you know what, yeah, and we're like, you know, what did we do right? Like, what did we do different from other people? And so by the time we're able to identify a few of those things, we decided, you know, you know what, let's start a platform that can help people do exactly what we did so that they can be experiencing the peace, joy, and happiness that we are currently experiencing in our home because it has been amazing. Like, marriage is sweet. It's, it's not what a lot of people see out there. I'm married to my best friend, as in every day is just a, a new, it's, it's just a new day in the adventure, you know? So I, I finished from work. I can't wait to get back home to chill with her. You know, it's, it's, it's amazing because we did certain things, right? And that's what we're here to talk about. Those foundational <laughs> steps that you guys actually took for you to Absolutely. all these wonderful things about, you know, can't wait to get back home to actually be with your best friend, you know, and mm-hmm. so on and so forth. And I just wanted to chip this in real quick. Um, you guys, I'm not sure you guys understand your ministry in the way that it's tracking lives so much. Like you guys, it's, 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 it's profound. I share your YouTube um, link with people around me that I know that can definitely, you know, um, they need that knowledge. Some of them do not yeah. know that this knowledge is actually out there because of all the yeah. noise that happens to the, you know, front and center. You know, so yeah. I'm, I'm super, super, super duper happy that you actually, t- you guys took up the mantle. You and OJ actually took up the mantle and pretty much ran with it. Now, that, 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 this brings me to my next question, right? You made, you made mention of the fact that you obviously started, you, you pretty much built a foundation to where you are right now in terms of you know, yeah. how sweet it is. And trust me, I know that there is no one on this planet Earth that does not want a sweet marriage. Yep. You know? <laughs> quite a number of people actually watching are what can we do what are those foundational steps you can actually take you know it's good i know it's going to be a while so please free free okay 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 so i think the number one thing because everybody says they are single they are single but really you're not really single the fact that you're single doesn't mean you're single because the problem that i found especially in my single life was that i wasn't who i was or let me explain it this way. People think this is who I am at maybe 30 years old, 25 years old. But no, that's not right. It's who you have become over time. Mm. After the heartbreaks, after the disappointments, mm. after the trauma, after the abuse. So when so so what we find out is that when two people are coming together to get married, it's not actually them making the decision to get married. It is who they have become making the decisions for them. So their experiences. Their, people, their experiences. Maybe you broke up with, with an ex. You've had 15 relationships. You've broken up 15 times. Those relationships have changed you over time. So your exes are literally making the decision of who you are going to marry. So one of the things that I, I did, or OJ and I did, was that we had to discover ourselves without those baggages. And in Christian palace, that's what we call being born again. <laughs> because literally, that's what Jesus Christ does to you. He takes you back to the original, your original self, your authentic self. You know, because like I said, it is who you have become that is running your life right now. It's like a software. It's like you you have a computer and people have uploaded softwares into it. You, you have even, you're not you're not running the computer the way you want it, it's the way other people want it that is running that system. You know, so one of the things that we've done is, or that we did, was that we were able to identify ourselves. Like you said, I was a certain way before, and then all of a sudden there was a transformation that happened that made me turn the other way. And what happened? I saw myself. I saw my authentic self. And guess what? I did not recognize him. God showed me this guy and I was like, it can't be him because he he showed me speaking to a crowd of people. And I'm like, there's no way because I was scared of public speaking at the time. But he showed me myself and I walked past myself without even recognizing me. So that was one of the, the, the changes. So number one, external factors that have changed you. Now, number two is the internal conversations that you've had with yourself. Because 
things will happen to you in life or how you interpret those things is what will stick so for example i went through a very very traumatic experience in 2007 2006 i believe one girl broke up with me shattered my heart in pieces you know but the way i interpreted that situation changed me so you would have seen Muiwa before that relationship and Muiwa after that relationship and you'd be seeing the same person but i was different because before that relationship i was the lover boy i was the guy who would go to the club meet a girl have a you know chat with her for like five minutes and go home and i'm dreaming of how we're going to have kids and how what our kids would look like and you know how we're going to meet blah 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 and the baby never return my call but that was who i was and then all of a sudden i get into this this relationship and i feel rejected i feel embarrassed because my sister had been telling me this girl is not the right person i've heard this girl's gist but i was defending the babe so all of a sudden she broke up with me and then all of a sudden i felt stupid and i promised myself i was i was i was pained i was hurt and i promised myself i'm never going to feel this way again so in my next relationships what did i do i made sure i hurt them before they hurt me Ooh. which is what people which is what most people do hurt people hurt people you know so before you reject me let me reject you first by getting what i want from you and then mm. ghosting i was the, i was a professional ghoster at the time you know <laughs> so 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 the way i interpreted because people get as if people break up with people every single day you know the way you interpret that breakup will determine how you live your life because i could have said you know what it's her loss i was a good person when she met me the fact that she just it doesn't mean there's a problem with me there's a problem with her mm-hmm. let me keep my values let me keep my character the way it is but what most people do is because you did this to me now everybody else is going to pay for your mistake mm. so you literally become a new person now i've just i've just described one breakup situation imagine people that have gone through multiple breakups imagine people who have gone through trauma who are abused as children who maybe lost their parents early on you know all these things all these experiences all these events mold you into the person that you become now you are not the one making the decision on who i want to choose to marry it is those events those experiences that are choosing it for you so one thing og and i did and why we're experiencing the the, the peace that we have in our marriage right now is that we're able to find ourselves we're able to find ourselves without those experiences i was able to heal we were able to heal from all those traumatic experiences and say you know what this is who i am right now now number 2 number 2 thing that we did was that we had a vision now we released a video of how we're able to keep ourselves before marriage it's not self discipline that helped us it was the vision that we had that helped us because okay. like i said i i i i had a vision that on our wedding day somebody would give their lives to christ because of our story because they've heard that these guys didn't even kiss or have sex before getting married i had i was practicing my wedding can speech you, can you take that again so everybody actually i know the story but say everybody actually watching yes that what 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 part the the fact that you had a vision that someone actually give their life to christ and obviously yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So, so, so so i had that picture in my mind that on our wedding day during my groom speech that i would share the story of how my wife and i did a kiss until we like this is the first time we're actually getting to kiss each other today i just had a had this sense that somebody in that wedding hall would give their life to christ or would have a change of heart because of our story now that picture that i had that i had in my in my head was what kept us was what uh drove our behaviors because i find that a lot of people want to do good but they're trying to use self effort self discipline self will to 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 maintain that discipline and they always fall short because mm-hmm. the bible says with where there is no vision the people cast off restraint yep. so therefore the vision has to come before the self discipline 
if you do not have vision, you cannot have the self-discipline required. And vision determines your values. It determines what you value. It determines your friends. Your vision determines your destination, which which is a word from destiny. Yeah. Your destiny is where you're going. So your vision determines where you are heading to. So guess what? How can you pick a, a partner if you don't know where you are going? Try. Because if you pick someone without knowing where you're going, you might be going in opposite directions. And that is what causes divorce. It is what causes division. Divorce. You know, so one thing that we did is, and, and you know, I, I like this story about when um, uh, Mary, the angel appeared to Mary in the Bible and said, you are going to have a, a child. You're going to have the Messiah. And she went immediately to Elizabeth. And Elizabeth said, as soon as you walked in, the, the baby in me left. You know, so you need to find someone who, when they're around you, your vision is leaping. Mm-hmm. Your, 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 your purpose is leaping, you know? So, so, so that was one thing that we did. Whenever we, we will talk about our future, about the marriage ministry that we've started right now, we, we're talking about it when we're still courting. You know, so talking about those things helped us to see that we were in alignment with what uh, with, 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 with our purpose. We're in alignment with where we're going, with our destination. You know, um, um, vision will decide your to-do list. What you do every single day is determined by your vision. Now, I've said, number one, you need to discover yourself. Number two, you need to um, discover your vision as well. Number three is that you need to understand the laws that govern marriage. And this is the one where a lot of people, a lot of people go into marriage blindly. And God never intended for us to go into certain situations blindly. He has created everything. He has created the principles that we need to succeed in life. All we need to do is to study the word and find out what he has said about it, apply it to our lives, and we'll be experiencing success in that particular area. It happens with finances. It happens with starting a business. It happens with everything. Marriage also has laws. You know, and it's in, I believe it's Genesis 1, 26 to 28. After he said, so shall a man leave his father and mother. Actually, that is the law. So, so it's the law of priorities, the law of pursuit, the law of partnership, and the law of purity. So, you know, preparing for marriage, you need to know that after God, your spouse has to come next. And a lot of people have this priority list out of order. It's like building a house. All the parts are good. But out of order, you're not going to have a house. If you decide, oh, the roof is so fancy, I want to make it my foundation, the house is not going to stand. So you need to realize that there's a priority list that you need to follow when it comes to marriage. If you're dating someone right now who carries his family on his head, oh, my mom is this, my mom is that, Um, he carries his job on his head, know that that is a red flag. Because the moment you get married, there's going to be a problem. And it's called legitimate jealousy. I can't go into the whole thing. We have it on our YouTube channel. Go and check it out. Um, the law of pursuits. You know, you don't want a guy who has this mindset that before we get married, I'm the one chasing you. But after we get married, then chasing stops. You know, mm-hmm. for a marriage to work, you need to keep trying to please each other. You need, you need to keep pursuing each other. Then there's a law of partnership where you see each other as equals. I think that is one thing that has helped me and OG is that we see each other as equals. I ask her, what? I think so. People would actually question their past when it comes. And I watched the YouTube video where you spoke about the law of partnership, right? And my mind was just African men. African <laughs> men. The next thing they will tag you as the feminists. Mm. But it's not that. It's definitely not that. So I, I really like the fact that you actually bring this up. So I'll leave you to do justice to it. I mean, it is, it is, and it is ignorance, vision. If someone told you that the person that you're going to get married to is going to help you get to that place that you want to be at, you're not going to abuse the person. You're going to cultivate that person. You're going to help that person to become the best version of themselves that they can so that they can help you actualize that goal. So a lot of guys who have that problem, it's, I, I feel bad for them because they don't realize that they are, they are turning an asset into a liability. Mm. Because your wife Whoa. is actually the one that's supposed to multiply. You see, they give birth to not just babies, but they give birth to visions. They give birth to ideas. 
So if you don't give that idea to your wife who is there to multiply it and to help you nurture it, you know, then you are you are you are turning an asset into a liability. So for me, I realized the power that my my wife is smarter than me. I I, I give it to her. <laughs> you know, my 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 role as a father and as a husband is not to be the head of the house, but the foundation of the house. Ooh. I'm the one carrying my family. I'm the one like where, like and 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 this is where I had a problem with the Black Lives Matter thing because I'm like, yo, men without men in the house. Your children will not fulfill purpose. Your children, a woman is good. You are good at different things, but raising children, there needs to be that balance. The man has to discipline. The woman has to nurture and love, and all those things. There needs to be that balance in there. You know, so the law of partnership, very, very. I mean, how can you be equal to somebody, but then you want to hit the person, you want to beat the person? It's obvious that there's something wrong. You are ignorant. That that's that 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 is the clear the clear definition of of that situation, and then final law is the law of purity, where you need to keep yourself, and this is where a lot of people get it wrong, because um, in the dating world that we are in right now, everyone wants to be in their feelings. You know, I feel like I need to do this. I feel like I need to do that. You know, and feelings change. It's kind of like building a house on water. One day tsunami will happen. One day nothing will happen. You know, it it will crumble. That's why you need to build on a solid rock. God has said this. I don't care how you feel. You know, I'll, I'll, before coming here, like the verse came to my mind: lean not on your own understanding, but just mm. trust me. You don't need to understand. Just trust what trust. He has said. Mm-hmm. Just trust what He has said, and that is what has really helped us. We trusted that by keeping ourselves um, uh, pure, by not having sex before marriage. That was going to strengthen us. It was going to help build our self-control because most people don't realize it. In marriage, you're not going to be having sex all the time. Your wife is going to be on a period for one week out of the month. So, what happens if you haven't you, um, you haven't trained yourself or disciplined yourself? And that's why a lot of guys will feel like ah, every two days I need to do something. And so, if your wife can't do it, they have to get 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 it outside. You know, when when my wife was going to have her first child, she she went to the states. For three months, I believe she was away before I even went to go and join her. What would have happened if I didn't control myself? If, if I didn't build up that that appetite or that or that control, you know. And most people don't even realize. And, and a lot of women, you guys don't realize the power you have. Woo! If every woman shot their legs for two years, there will be World War Four and five in two years. <laughs> because we men, we men need you guys. And I feel like a lot of women don't realize the power they have and they give away that power too easily, way too easily. You know, so um, so yeah, uh, that is, I think number one is find yourself. Number two, discover your vision. Number three is understand the laws that govern marriage. Number four, go on. Moya, yeah, before go. you go to the fourth one, can we do a recap of the laws? Please say it again. So we <laughs> can we have a recap of the laws, please? So the law of the law of priority. Okay. The law of pursuits. Mm-hmm. Uh, the law of partnership and the law of purity. Okay. Okay. It's all on the YouTube channel. Go and check it out. Yeah. Um number f- did you have a question? Okay, no. Okay. So number four is you need to because you know once once you found your vision, right? You need to do things daily to help you achieve that vision. Some people just feel you know what I've seen where I'm going, but it's just going to happen by chance. It's going to happen by default, and that's not how God works. You know there are certain things that you need to do every day. Success, success needs consistency. Absolutely. You know, and it, it's funny. I was, and I'm sure you've heard this before, but uh, because I share it everywhere that I go, to because it changed my life when I understood this thing. Because I realized that this is God. Because the first time I heard it, I was like, this thing has to be God. But I had no scriptural backing for it. You know, so um, I was I was in a business seminar at some point, and this guy just you know shared this or asked this question. It's like, if you doubled one penny every day for 31 days what would you get at the end of 31 days? And I'm like, he's like, take your wildest guess. You take your wildest guess if you haven't heard it. If you double, okay, let's use Naira. If you double one Naira every day for 31 days, how much do you think? 
you get on the 31st day. Take your wildest guess. One million. One billion. <laughs> One billion. It's called the law of compound effect. And when I saw that thing, I was like, this guy is lying. I'm going to go and do the calculation myself. I think you're lying. <laughs> and I went and did the calculation myself. And guess what? I was going from day one, I got to day 20. The thing was like 5,000 and something. Or maybe in Naira terms, it was like maybe something thousand or something. I'm like, how is this thing going to get? I have 10 days to go. And I kept on adding. And at some point, there was a big increase it's called the compound effect at one point there was a compounding effect where it went from 1 million to 3 million to 6 million to like it just went berserk and so the holy spirit told me he said you see everybody wants the 27 to day 31 but nobody wants to do the one to day 27 and that is where a lot of people miss it is that they get discouraged because the number four thing that I'm talking about is your habits. What are the things that you do every single day? You know, because there are things that, and, and a lot of people get discouraged because by the time I start something, let's say working out, for example, I start doing sit-ups one week, I'm not seeing any change. Change is happening. You just can't see it. But if you keep going, at some point, it will compound. And all of a sudden, you're seeing six packs out there, like, when did it, when did it get here? But change was happening. <laughs> I saw your picture earlier today, man. You're in the gym. You're always in the gym, man. So, so there are certain things that we teach people. And um, I believe you got the seed journal. That's what we teach with the seed journal. Is what are those things that you need to do every single day to help you become successful in marriage? And not just in marriage, but in life. You know, um, reading books. I know you're, you're an avid reader. You know, that is one thing that has really changed my life. Uh, you know, because by the time you find your authentic self, in order for you not to go back to who you used to be, you need to reprogram yourself. And you need to reprogram yourself with the word of God and with books so that you don't get back to the habits that you, that once, uh, um, um, what's the word, that once enslaved you to sin, if, for lack of a better word. You know, so reading books, and it, it, I think reading books for me is therapeutic. It is, it saves me time because can you imagine someone spent 50 years on this in this life has written a book to share the lessons that he has learned. You have literally by reading a book saved yourself 50 years. <laughs> as oh, in, this, that is the same logic I have towards reading books, I swear. As in 50 years and then you read multiple books, multiple books, but a lot of people don't read and then they, they wonder why their lives are, are turning out a certain way. You know, if you don't read, and I tell guys, I say, if, if, you, if you do not read, you cannot lead. As a man, if you do not read, you That's cannot lead. That's a treatable moment. Your I'm going to put that it, down it, it, I, I got that from T.D. Jakes. Let me know still, still is good. <laughs> 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 so, so reading books, reading books has saved me time. If you want to be good at something, you need to go and learn from people who have already succeeded at it. It's how the successful people have become successful. You know, you don't gotta waste your time investing in stuff and and, and, and and losing money or whatever. Go and meet someone who has succeeded at this thing and tell and ask him for advice or ask her for advice. So reading books has definitely, and not just reading books, because I tell people anybody can read a book and any idiot can read a book. What are you doing with what you've read? Because that is the game changer. Are you applying what you have read? You know, when I get a book, like my, my most, the places that I love to go to are the exercises at the end of each chapter. And that's where a lot of people love to just glance over. You know, those exercises are there to help you level up. They are there to help you apply what you have just read. So I are not just reading for reading's sake. But apply what you've read so that you can see the results. Even Jesus Christ said, blessed is the man, not just the person who has heard, but the person who does the word. Mm -hmm. And that's what we have done in our marriages, that we are mm -hmm. doing the word. It's not just hearing about it, but we're actually doing mm -hmm. the word. Um, we live in the 21st century. This is 2020. We have information at the tip of our fingers. YouTube, as in anybody that has a problem today, is having a problem intentionally and willingly. Yeah. Because 
because with the amount of resources that we have at our fingertips nobody should be having any problems right now there are courses there are youtube free youtube videos that you can go on to learn a skill i mean i, I was trying to do some it's um course the other day and i went on youtube and somebody had done eight hours worth of content wow but giving us the full lowdown all i do was free of charge so if you are struggling in your relationship there are various resources that you can get to level up and to get better at this stuff so it's not rocket science the the, the answer is already there people are going to the bible for you to go and excavate the principles and the success uh, um, uh, tools that you need from there all you need to do is just read it and apply what you've read one thing that has really helped is uh, helped as well is our quiet time you know i love to say that a lot of people love to talk at god but that's not what god wants you know prayer prayer is really communication again? prayer is really communication i no, feel like a lot of people, a lot of people I, i forgot what i said i don't know what a lot I, of people love talking at god okay they're not talking at god but that's not what god wants god wants to communicate with us it's kind of like i i call you on the phone and i'm like man Kenny blah 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 I'm asking you for blah 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 and then before you even say anything I've already called you I'm like man we just we just spoke man Kenny and I just spoke you know and that is how a lot of people treat and that's how a lot of people treat God for me you know one of the things that that one of the analogies I love to use because pastor Sam Adeyemi is one of the is one is the person that God used to change my life and I always imagined that if I had just 10 minutes to spend with this man how would i use that 10 minutes now most people will go to him and just be talking oh i do this i do that blah 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 as if you are talking to a man who has built a solid church he has he's successful in every right he has built businesses and you have 10 minutes with him and all you are doing is telling him what you've done why don't you spend a minute just talking and listen for the remaining 9 minutes hey. now we, we have access to the creator of the universe and all we want to do is talk for 10 minutes and not even listen for one so what i do is that i speak i ask i pray as I, i talk for like maybe 5 minutes and then i sit down and listen i listen for 45 minutes i listen for one hour sometimes and that has just transformed our lives because solutions to problems that you that that, that you are struggling for will come in that quiet time that you are having with him because God wants relationship. That is what he wants from us. It's like a father and his son. You know, he wants to be able to sit down with you, talk to you, you know, share your deepest desires, share your deepest pain and let him carry the load for you. You know, my um I believe one of my pastor Robert Morris he says if you've prayed and you still feel that there's a burden then you haven't prayed. Because God says bring your heavy load to me and I will give you rest. So rest should be the product of prayer. So if you've prayed and you're still feeling this heavy burden that you haven't prayed, you haven't communicated, you haven't you've just done an exercise. You haven't really done the the prayer like 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 it's supposed to um, to be. So a uh, quiet time uh, meditation um, a lot of people read the Bible but Joshua 1:8 doesn't say those who read the Bible will become successful and have good success. It says those who meditate on the word. There's a difference between reading the Bible and meditating on the Bible. Meditating is to is to is to read one verse over and over and over again and the Bible calls the word of God seed. You know, as you are reading the the word, the seed starts here and then as you are reading it over and over again it starts to grow roots. until it touches your heart so until it touches your heart that word doesn't become flesh in your life it doesn't become practical it doesn't become active in your life so meditation is what will change your situation you know there are a lot of people who are struggling in relationships today and they are reading the bible they are going to church but until you meditate you will not be able to catch what the bible is actually saying because the, the bible is a puzzle it's a puzzle You know it's it's only it's only for those it's only for seekers seekers are the ones who find you can't just read open the bible and start reading and think you're going to find it you need to have a seek a seeker's heart where you are you are you are you are as a, you 
you read one chapter 50 times until you get it until the words become a picture in in your mind so i can go on and on but those are some of the things that we've done in our marriage that has really helped us to be successful at it um you know one one of my 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 biggest dreams is that you know we get to leave a picture of what a successful marriage looks like to our two boys you know because i feel like men men are the problem if i'm going to be honest men are the problem you know and and it's not as in it's the devil's number one strategy he knows that if he has the man he has the family so why pick on the woman or why pick on the children when i can just go directly to the man because if the foundation is not strong then the house is going to come crumbling down if the head of the home is not the head it is not leading then you are going to lead your whole family astray so we need more men as role models we need and 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 for and i was telling oji the other day i'm like i need to create a course for men where i take men through a journey to show them what it looks like to be a man mm. i feel like it, we haven't had good role models we haven't had we've had dads we haven't had fathers for mm. the different there's a difference between a dad and a father a dad can be at home just reading newspaper you know on his phone he can come home whenever he can be present but not be there mm. a father is someone who is going to disciple you someone who is going to teach you the habits you know of 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 what will make you successful he's going to take you he's going to hold your hand and take you through, through the journey yourself he's going to be active he's going to be an active dad not just a, a present dad you know you're going to teach your children how to read books how to communicate with god you know these are the things that we need fathers to be doing today that they're not doing you know so so those are some of the things that that we've done that that has really helped us in our marriage this is just it's a lot to pack <laughs> it's a lot to pack wow wow okay so quite a number of people want to attain this obviously they want to get to know god they want to read their bibles they want to meditate on the word of god but they are stuck stuck mm. in the sense that they are still um as christians will say they are still living in the world right and um but they want to for example i'll use myself as, as an example um before i became um, a spiritual person um I hungered like before I became a spiritual person I deliberately wanted to seek God. I really really hungered to like I want to know your ways. I I see a lot of you in a lot of things I do. You know, mm. and I know there has to be something deeper I can tap into. There's something deeper I can actually hold on to with regards to your world, with regards to who you are as a person. You know, so that hunger was there. So how do we in your opinion and how you obviously lived that way as well from being like a worldly person to being a spiritual person how did you transcend that how did you get to that point of being a spiritual person um i i think and and it starts with what i've said earlier you know you cannot want these things until you have discovered yourself because there are a lot of things that are fighting against you wanting to have this hunger that you're looking for because you have had all these people that have come through your life all these events and experiences like i said in point 1 with authenticity you've had all these things that have come through your life when the word of god comes in they fight against that word getting to you so the one thing you need to do is you need to do some hard work and i call it hard work oji and i are working on a course right now that will encapsulate everything that i've said right now and it's going to take work and we're not going to be taking everybody we're going to be taking serious people you know because it's it's going to take work you need to be able to um go back in time to reflect to to reflect to see who was i before this relationship who was i after you know what changed in me and then you realize because the moment you 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 are aware of the I, people call them spirits i call them sub personalities because that's 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 what they are and i spoke to one the other day i was telling oji i'm like this thing this thing is and this is what they call spirit though as in as because 
I was having a problem waking up early in the morning to spend my quiet time with God because after our second son came, my whole routine just got shattered. Like it just went out the window. I was used to waking up at a certain time, spending one hour with God, spending one hour meditating, you know, doing this, doing that. And my life was just peaceful. All of a sudden, the guy just came and shattered the table. So I was thinking, and, and getting back into the routine was becoming something else. I knew that I was supposed to be doing this, but I just couldn't find that self-will or that hunger to do it anymore. So I sat down and I called this, and I, I named it Lazy, Lazy Muyo. And I spoke to it. And I spoke to you, I said, why, why, why can't you wake up? Mm. And I had a conversation with that spirit or that sub-personality up until the point that by the time we finished the conversation, because I was aware of it, it had no power over me anymore. And the next day I started my routine, the very next day. So there are practical steps that we can take. And this is where I feel the church needs to get better at is that it's not enough to just tell people what to do. Mm. You need to tell them how. You need to show them how to do these things. Which one is, I'm praying against the devil, I'm praying against spirit, when there are practical steps that you can do to actually get rid of these things. They are practical, because look, God, God, God uses questions. The power of questions. You won't believe the power of questions. I was... Today, we're going to be doing a video on um, Never Have I Ever. And I went on Google and I typed in Never Have I Ever. And it came up with some results. I wasn't too happy with them. You know, it had some dirty, whatever. And then I just changed it to Never Have I for Married Couples Clean. And results came out. Now, that is how the Holy Spirit works. That is how God works. You get results based on the questions that you ask. Wow. If you go on Google and you put in one, uh, if you put in ever, 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 it will come up with a whole lot of stuff. If you start to filter it and narrow it down, you begin to then get the results that you are looking for. You know, so in your life as well and, and in churches, you know, we need to start asking the right questions. We need to start giving people practical exercises they can, that they can do after each sermon. So it's not just get excited every Sunday and then get into the real world and you don't know how to actually apply what you have heard on Sunday to your real life. And I feel like that is where God is taking our ministry to and for me as well. I feel like I'm, I'm supposed to be like the, the, the link between the church and having that practical um, side to Christianity because a lot of words have lost its meaning. When we say the devil is chasing us, or the devil is ignorance, is, is one of his is one of his sides. You know, it's, it's ignorance. If you don't know something, the devil is going to be in that situation. So turn the light on in that situation, and the devil goes. He's, he doesn't have power. <laughs> so the, the, the problem is that it's our ignorance that is giving him the power that he's using to torment us or whatever. Spirits or whatever, like... There are practical tools that you can use to do this. And so to answer your question, like if you are if you are hungry for this thing, you need to have it. You need you, you need to set a routine. And like I said in the compound effect, you need to keep doing these things even when you don't think change is happening because you know change is happening. Mm -hmm. Change is happening even when you can't see it. Wait, 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 wait. Let me show you one verse. Hebrews. Hebrews 6 12 says, uh, Then you will not become spiritually dull and indifferent. Instead, you will follow the example of those who are going to inherit God's promises because of their faith and endurance. Faith and endurance. What have I been saying? The actions that you take over time will produce the results. He said, You're going to copy those who have in inherited the promises. So that means those who inherited the promises had two things. They had faith. They were, and faith is an actual word. It's something they are doing every day. Mm -hmm. And they had endurance. This thing with the Bible is, is all about staying power. Can you trust the word through thick and thin? Mm. 
your feet. Uh, I, I've forgotten that verse, but it, it's all about staying. Your staying power as a Christian. That is what is going to produce the result that you are looking for. Keep doing the same thing. Keep reading the Bible, even if it is two verses you do every day, even if you don't understand it. Just make sure that you are consistent because it is consistency that will break the change that you are looking for. So start small. I like the fact that you mentioned And let me just give you one practical step because um, um, there's one thing that I love to do. It's called habit stacking. I just got a PlayStation 4 like two months ago and I've been playing it. And obviously it is not a... I do it to distress. And because I know it is not a good enough habit for me even though it's a distressor for me what i do to help make it feel better is that i listen to audio books as i'm playing it it is called habit stacking so merge what you want to do with what you need to do to get stuff done that's a, that's a new if you one. want to if you want to lose weight or whatever you can as as, as you are before you eat a meal you can say i'm going to do 50 sit-ups Make sure you do what you need to do. Couple it with what you want to do so that you can get the result. One more practical tip that I'll give people is, um, and, and, and this one will, will really help you. For the next three days, make a list of all the activities that you do every single day, from when you wake up to when you go to bed. I woke up, I went to the toilet, I brushed my teeth, I did this, I did that, I did that. List it out, right? At the end of the day, um... There are three signs, plus, minus, and equals to sign. Put beside every activity that you've done, put one of those signs. If it is a positive habit, put it there. If it's a negative habit, put it there. If it's an is a neutral habit, like waking up, going to the toilet, all those are neutral habits, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, collect all the pluses, all the minuses, and all the equals to sign. If you have more minus signs on your list, Mm-hmm. then it's obvious that your habits are not going to take you to where you want to go. Yep. Because this is supposed to help you understand that is what I'm doing right now taking me to my destination. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you have more minor signs, then it's obvious you are playing. You are not in alignment. If you have more equals to signs and you are not in alignment, what you are trying to do is to have more plus signs on your activity list or your habit list. I call it the habit tracker. Have more plus signs. So, if you are not reading books, add more plus signs to it. Okay, uh, before I use the toilet, I'm going to I'm, I'm going to read a chapter of a book. Start adding plus signs that will take you to the destination that you want. And you have to be consistent. Let me just add that to it. You have to be consistent. Absolutely. It's something that um, I've noticed with us humans. There are lots of distractions out there. So once we start mm. something, we have a tendency of not completing it. Maybe after two weeks, it's falling off the wagon. Like, oh no, I'm done with this. No, because we can't see progress. Because we can't see progress. Exactly. And one thing also, and um, um, you have made mention of it. So I, I work out a lot and I've worked out for years, right? But of recent, I pretty much fell off and I'm back on the bandwagon. And one thing I noted for myself is I'm not going to see results, immediate results. If I give myself one year to actually even see one app. Mm. Mentally, I wanted to be in that space. I said, okay, one year, I'll see an app. Then we'll continue <laughs> from there. You know, in as, in as much as I know it's going to be less. And also, um, we were made mention of, with regards to my question on how to be a spiritual person, if you do want to, if you've gotten to that point in your life that you feel that, okay, so I need to be more aware of who I am. You know, maybe you've been following peer pressure or whatever the case may be, and you want to pretty much say, okay, it's time to actually turn over a new leaf, you know, and I don't be the same person I was before. Um, he has lived it, I have lived it. Trust me, a lot of things would happen, right? I they are going to be very unusual. For example, he made mention of the fact that I was speaking to um, um, the entity or whatever it is you call this, you know, tagging it, uh, using Muyo. <laughs> I, can, I can relate with that because I got to a point as well. I, I could not read my Bible. For example, I've not read my Bible for like three days. I'm like, I literally wake up around 5 a.m. or 4 a.m. It's time to read your Bible. Stand up and read your Bible. Why aren't you reading your Bible? Mm. You become so self-aware of the things that you know would actually benefit your life, that you actually need mm-hmm. to, that you subconsciously want to take actions that you get things done, you know? And trust me, it starts with those little, little things where you think they're not, 
um, um, consequential, that you think that actually have no effect, it does have a Absolutely. profound effect. Absolutely. Like I can give you so many examples, it will blow your mind. This year, 2020, for a lot of people, oh, COVID-19 happened, oh, my business shut down. In mainly COVID-19, in fact, I was telling people asking me, so with this climate, with the recession, in fact, I got a message on LinkedIn yesterday from a from CEO. With this recession, how's your business? And my business is fine because I don't see exactly. the recession. I don't yep. see it. I see beyond the recession. Okay, mm. business is going to do fine regardless. Now, how do I take actions that actually ensure that is going to happen? That is going to be the case. You know, speaking to my team and all that. Let me even go into it because it's just good. It's good. It's going to be all day. <laughs> you know, talking about this. So, um, thank you so much, Muya. We have a couple of questions, and yes, um, the session is actually recorded. You can just look at look at my um, is it timeline? Yeah, to have a view of um all past uh, recordings. Now we have a question. Someone made mention of something that stuck out to me earlier. Let me scroll up. And if you have questions, please use the question tag. Now, someone said, Vivian, serious, said, sometimes it's just not easy trying to talk a man into it. Now, I think she was referring to the fact that um, men, are, men are foundations of their house and blah, 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 right? And the fact that um, a, a man needs to be subconscious about certain things he does, for example, decision he takes and indecisions he actually takes. You know, and I think she's making she, she with a question. She actually said, "How do you talk a man into it?" And I want you to address that. You know, coming from a single person's perspective as well as a married person's perspective. Um, how do you talk him into becoming a better man? Yeah. <laughs> it will be, be interesting. I would have loved to know if she was married or not. Um, but I don't think you can you can talk. For, for me, what, 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 I, what I teach people, and this is what I do with the Seed Journal, is that you need to sow your man or the husband that you want so that you can reap the husband that you want. What people are having right now is that they are reaping the seeds of people that are sown before mm. or reaping the bad harvest of people that are sown bad seeds. Mm. But Jesus Christ gave us a parable. And he said, if you don't understand this parable, how will you understand any other parable? So, which means this parable is a foundational parable. It's the number one parable that you need to understand before you understand the kingdom of God. And he said, it works based on seeds. Now, do you believe that you can sow seeds to reap the husband that you want or the wife that you want? Yes, the seeds are the word of God. So, you need to sow seeds consistently so that you can create the man that you want. OG created me or was part of my creation because I didn't know, but apparently God told us to start praying for the salvation of our husband very close to the time when I gave my life to Christ. But all this doesn't, because a lot of people want to change their man when they haven't changed themselves. Trust me, if you go to God and say, God, help me change him, God will change you first. Yes. That's how, that's how it <laughs> does it. Because a, a, a lot of women, they, you know, oh, oh, what kind of guy do you want to marry? And they bring out the list. I just tear the list, man. What, are you the person in this list? If the person in this list saw you, would they want you? So, because in life, we don't attract what we want. We attract who we are. We attract who we are. So, Speak if you it. are saying, how, 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 how can I get him to see it how what are you seeing yourself because if you are seeing correctly you don't have seen him so change what you see change what you see so that you can change what you see <laughs> if that makes sense. you have, you have all the legs there in fact they're not able oh man so so yeah that's 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 it all right, so, so if, if, if they want to check okay. check out the seed journal, go on the page and check out the seed journal. We have 10 seeds for you to help create the man of your dreams. Go get it. Uh, it will help you. You just need to be consistent with it, man. Speak those words. Our words have power. And I was going to say, you know, um, um, uh, when, you, when you speak these words, it needs to come from a knowing in your heart, which is why your, your, your relationship with God has to be so good, has to be strong. Because when you speak, your, your words have to have power. And power comes from knowledge. It comes from knowing 
that it it has words, uh, it has power, kind of thing. Uh, what was the scripture again? Hebrews six twelve. Okay. Hebrews six twelve. So yeah. All righty. Let me note this scripture down real quick. Six twelve. All right. So this brings us to the end of this session today. Next week's session will be. In fact, all the Muiwa are spoken about. By the way, Muiwa, Pastor T is coming on next week. I can't wait because um, the topic for that particular session, which is next week Saturday, was just dropped in my spirit while I was working out. Like, with the randomest conversation, literally, with the Holy Spirit. And I, I just, I'm just said, it has to be truly answered. So I pretty much just messaged him. Like, in fact, he smiled. And the smile, when Pastor T smiles like that, it's a knowing smile. It's a noise well. I'm not asking, but I'm asking tomorrow in church. <laughs> nice, so, nice, nice, nice. so we usually wrap up each session with asking um, certain questions about your lifestyle, your life, your contribution to humanity, and so on and so forth, and what you're doing currently. Um, so we call them the rapid five questions, or sometimes ten or six, as the case may be. So um, the first question will be, what do you do that relaxes you as a person? I meditate. I spend quiet time with God. And I play PlayStation. <laughs> Have you gotten the PS5? No, I'm not getting it. Sorry, I don't play PlayStation. I beat people on PlayStation. In FIFA. I beat them in FIFA. That's what I do. Okay, okay. So what does being a husband mean to you? Um, It's a privilege to be a husband uh, to my wife. Uh, I think it's a gift, especially being a husband to my wife. Oh uh, yeah, I'll, I'll say it's a gift. Fantastic. So you never have a healthy relationship without doing so and so first. Never have a healthy relationship without discovering yourself and having a relationship. And that's on that. All right. The next question will be: What does it being the father? Been out to a father of two boys now. What does that mean to you? It's pressure. Pressure. It's pressure. I thought you were going to say something it's very chummy and very, you know, oh, you know. Okay. It's pressure. It's pressure. <laughs> because it's 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 because because of the resp- because of the responsibility I know I have. I'm not just raising two kids. I'm raising two kings. Ooh. So it's 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 pressure. So what has been your biggest contribution um, in making Nigeria a better country? I think helping people understand the problem. Because if you, if you don't understand the problem, you cannot solve it. And I feel like a lot of people are fighting the wrong battles. And it's the same with our spiritual life. The enemy always wants to stay hidden. He never wants you to catch him. So he would distract you with other things, but understanding what the root cause is, is what will help our country. Fantastic. Fantastic. Okay. And what do you think the world's underserved problems are? The world what? So what do you think the world, like the world, what do you think our underserved problems are? You can give me one or two. Underserved problems Obviously, I don't want to say poverty because poverty, I think quality information. Because I think we live in, we live in, in a fake news. We live in, a, in an era where words don't mean anything anymore. Mm. And because of the fake news epidemic, where before I, I used to be able to go and have an argument and, and they would say, Where did you get your, your data from? And I'll say, But now they're like, well, anybody can post anything on Google, so you need more than that now. So I think um, quality information, um, and I think we need the we need the truth because I feel like the lies are becoming more popular right now, and I feel like the truth will set you free. So I feel like if that number one problem is solved, then all other problems will be solved as a result. And that's it, folks. That brings us to the end of today's session. But before we leave, um, I know that Muiwa um, um, and his wife, they're on an Instagram page, which is what is currently um, um, 
light on which is before marriage 21 so that's at before marriage 21 so please feel free to follow the page as well as all their contents there related it watch it drop your reviews and your comments as well as the youtube page okay their youtube page i have all their messages downloaded on my, <laughs> YouTube, <laughs> on my youtube channel like I just once I, I feel like listening to them in the bathroom or working out, I play it. So it's something that, like you said, it's a, what what is your habit? What forms your habit? You know, these are the little things that we're talking about. As well as, um, I don't know if you have a podcast yet. Um, if we do, know. we do. Oh, fantastic. So yeah, I'm guessing it's before 20, before marriage 21. Before marriage 21, yeah. Just go on our link, on the link in bio and you have, we have everything there. Okay, so you can get all the information in the link in bio on um, at before, 20, um, before marriage 21. Thank you so much once again. I really, really appreciate you. And I bought the seed journal. The seed journal, I think I'm in my book two of the seed journal. Wow. I love it. It's something that I definitely, <laughs> I want, obviously, a relationship that lasts forever and as sweet yep. as it was. <laughs> so thank you so much, Muiwa. Thank you for your time. I know it's 3 a.m. No, 4 a.m. right now in Canada. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, gee, I'm so sorry me. I took your husband from your bedside. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me, man. No one should understand. It's our walk. It's our walk. <laughs> 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 All right, well, thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. Take care. Day. Am I love to you too. Take care. Have a good one.